It's like I think that you know what the what the real problem is. Niggas, <laughs> niggas. Whenever they start with the niggas, you know. niggas don't be liking old niggas. Doing young <laughs> niggas shit. Oh, no oh, that's what it is. Talk that shit. Talk no that cap. Shit. They don't that like that shit, cap. right? Intro, 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 All right, yo. Right. I'm saying, intro. boom. So yeah, we here, man. I'm saying, this stand the third. I'm saying, we here. We here with my man Lee to my left, my man Ant to my right. What's going on, fellas? How was y'all week? What's going on, man? How Same y'all doing? shit, different Same toilet, shit. bro. You know what it is. You already know. You know what I get into. How niggas mm-hmm. on spring break? Spring break shit for me. These niggas Mexico in law school, shit. if you ain't know. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna get into that at yeah. some point yeah, within the shit. Not really important. Five percent. We that five percent of black men of minorities in law school. You got, you got the fucking, you got, you got the stats for niggas. You know what I'm That's one thing we talked about earlier. We got to come with stats. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's stats that skew our, our way. You know what I'm all oh, stats. Oh, yeah, only all positive stats exactly. for sure. You don't want to lose the stats. Yeah. Ain't no point of that. So okay. anyway. Not on my man, show. <laughs> not over here. I think it's tripping. But anyway, man, we was just having a conversational certain shit, man. We was talking about this nigga Meek in the class of the niggas that he in. And I'll be telling people, I really can't have this conversation, obviously, because I'm from Philly. So as niggas know, if like, you know what I'm saying? If I had this conversation, I'm dicky. And y'all, <laughs> y'all know how y'all be out in Philly, you know what I'm saying? You can't really get into that. Hey, but niggas is talking about, so all right, you know what I'm saying? Well, hold on, okay, so, spin it right. with the, uh, name his class again, Meek's class, the people he came in with that you just did. In my opinion, I feel like Meek, one of them rappers that got a couple classics. No class. class. Oh, his class. Oh, yeah, all right. like who he came I with. feel like you got Big Sean, you got Kendrick, you got Travis Scott. We gotta put him in there technically, but no, like you got, and I'm I'm gonna tell you why you gotta put Travis Scott in there. I don't want to die. No, no, no not <laughs> not, even, not even that because I feel like the first time I ever heard Kendrick Scott was on a Meek song. Who? I mean, Scott, I said Kendrick Scott. I mean Travis Scott. The first time I heard Travis Scott was on a Meek song, and one of the first times I heard Kendrick was on a yeah, Meek song. True, true. On, on, no, what was that? no, 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 no. I don't. I hate Kendrick Lamar, but I don't like. Kendrick we gotta Lamar, get into bro. that. <laughs> okay, yo, that's my twin. We gotta get into that. I can't stand that. <laughs> yo, I was. Niggas going to grab me up for that, but he the, rapped like the color purple, the movie. Like, all, <laughs> all his life, he had the fight ass nigga. He probably yeah. did, but I hate that shit. Bro. I don't care. I like it to be a little. And bit niggas are called me ignorant, bro, because I don't like it. Kendrick Lamar, bro, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna keep it a bean, bro. And my man Destin behind the lens feel me. Niggas don't like that nigga Jermaine either. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you in it now, bro. Welcome to the you know welcome you to the <laughs> We like we like one of the like founded members of like the Jermaine like the hate club anti listening. I'm not gonna say hate because I don't be hating on niggas, but like that. But like, like the anti, that the, too, bro. It's okay the, to hate on niggas. We gotta get into it for sure. If niggas is if now, niggas is ass, I'm gonna hate them. I'm not gonna you can't hate on greatness. That's the thing. You can't hate exactly. on exactly. Exactly. So if you don't want to get hated on, on nigga, be great. Fuck. Bro, exactly. and, I, and my thing is, I be trying to play a PC by being like, you know, I respect these niggas. I respect like, I, res- I respect their contribution to the to the class and all that shit, to the sport. But like, I don't be spinning them niggas. I'm but I'm not going to front. Like, I fuck with, I, it's the same way, right? Like, I'm not going to front. Me personally, I do fuck with J. Cole a little bit. 
because he could get into a, another bag. I feel like Kendrick has no other bag. But you know what I don't like about J. Cole, though? Well, like, he like a holier-than-thou type rap nigga. But <laughs> and, that's what, and that's what I don't like. Like that nigga holier-than-thou. Like, now, when he put like, all them nigga, songs like, dissing nigga, all the young yeah, niggas, I'm like, yo, you're dick-riding. I'm not going to like, even, like, even when I be listening to the joint he got on Benny album, like, the... Uh, the new John. The new John, bro. I'm like, I'm like, a couple of the bars was in there. Like, I'm like, speaking of, right, go get like, that album. Benny he talking about like talking about the sport that's forward. dying. Very, I'm very like, I'm album. like, rap not dead. Great album. Nigga. Yeah, like, I think you to say rap is dead, J Cole. But J Cole is like, y'all niggas don't probably watch Battle Rap, but Johnny you know, Loaded P's Lux. J Cole don't be watching. I don't be watching Battle Rap, but I be I know the name, bro. The only thing I know about Battle Rap is uh, what the boys say, Loaded Lux. Uh, your pop wasn't no gangster. Exactly. I he was just that, another man. lost nigga. I hate that. That's, that's it, bro. That's mad cringy, bro. <laughs> that's legendary, bro. I don't care what you. That say. shit is ass. <laughs> that shit is ass, bro. In a room full of niggas that don't got no daddy, that's what he wanted to say. That's crazy. That's a crazy. I'm surprised he ain't still him, bro. That would have made me super mad. <laughs> bro, I ain't gonna hold you. You're not gonna say that about me, no. Oh man. All right. So look. So what was I say? The rest of his class. Yeah. So like I said, Big Sean, J Cole, Wale. Nip, blessings to Nip. You got YG in that class. For sure. I feel like Wiz is around that time. They was in that scene. Yeah. That but same Wiz, niggas don't around. really know Wiz really been around for a long time. Wiz really, but I feel like they've been around that is for his the class, same man. amount of time. I feel like, and that be the so other yeah, thing. Nip, Nip, Wiz, Meek. Yeah, them niggas been around around for a while. Kendrick is a newer nigga compared to them. But I don't even think Kendrick is a little bit of a newer nigga compared because to Nip them. and Wack reached out to but Kendrick. Like, really, because like, like, I feel like I feel Nip like and Wack gave Kendrick his first tour. I feel like I, I feel like niggas hit niggas started listening to me probably in like seventh grade. I remember being in middle school six, listening seven, to me like six, seven like, grade. Six, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I started listening yeah. to him in like ninth grade. I, I think I'm older like, than Because like niggas was listening to the Bloodhounds. Like that shit was kind of like probably around like fifth grade. Then Flamers 1 might have been around like seventh grade, eighth grade. Uh, I feel like I found Meek around the, the same city time. Of Philly, Philly niggas, niggas don't even get the turn. Oh, my heart yeah. pumped till the turn. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that was my shit. Hell yeah. I've been fucking with Meek since like 2008. Yeah, so that's like a long time. Damn. And I'm like, he in that range. And that's why I'd be wow. like, because the one, all right, so we got on this because I'm like, all right, I feel like. Niggas don't be giving him the, the credit that he deserved in that space with those names. And I'm like, I feel like he got the hit records. Mm -hmm. He got the classic albums. But I be just feeling like niggas don't be wanting a nigga to like also like state. They, they say it's a good thing that he always reached back to the young niggas, mm -hmm. but they don't be wanting them to be... To sound like a young nigga. But then niggas like let that shit weird a but niggas like Drake get that off all the time. Dude. All the time. <laughs> but bro, right. I wasn't even gonna say that shit, but like niggas let him get that exactly. shit off all and the Drake time. Drake is a top five dick eater, I'm mm. not gonna front. Top five. How many niggas done said that Drake reached out to them on them, reached out to them to hop on his song and they like they didn't necessarily need it? Yeah, it's a, you it's know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like, and I feel Drake like that shit, and I, I respect that's it. Thorough, and I, also, I feel like that shit thorough. I give it to him. You know what I'm saying? That's how you, that's almost like when it, like how you, we going to talk about this shit too, but the nut ass game interview where Wack was talking about how <laughs> Shug got booked, he couldn't do shit because he ain't never put nobody on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's For always, sure. it's going to come to a point in time where you're not going to be the hottest nigga. But if you got a, if you gave a favor to a nigga at a point in his career, 
You always gonna be old, son. But I look at no, it like question. so I that shit like, gonna save you. You know what I'm saying? That shit always got room to save you one day. I look at it like sometimes though Drake don't be doing the favors. I feel like we look at Drake as who he is now, and we think that that he was doing them favors. But if you really look back to a lot of people, he wasn't really doing them favors. They was gonna be that anyway. It may have like. I feel like yeah, I feel like that shit. That shit always a good look though. It's it. I, I, I feel like it works both ways. He he did it. For, they did him a favor because they was gonna be the hot you new young nigga anyway. But so they gave him a, a hit that by day. Getting on the shit because you got Drake on your song like that shit. Yeah, is that important, shit gonna bro. put some. Extra he money made in it that pocket. though, and that's how he made it that by doing it that way yeah. by getting on nigga songs that was about to blow, and now it looked like oh Drake get on my song I'm a blow, and then. It became that, but it wasn't that at first. It was really him just being smart because he's a student of the game yeah, and trying nice to stay club. relevant. Yeah, and, that, and that's the goal, though. I feel like that's not a bad way to do it. That's why I feel like but he's dick eating a little harsh, bit, bro. especially when you're. Yeah, shout out to OG Dennis. Yeah, <laughs> not nah, fuck with Drake Heavy. I'm bullshit. But this was my <laughs> question. I kind of. I'm speaking fact though. Pivoted a little bit though, like so. A lot of people like to say that Meek is like the last of the like street artists. Right, but I don't agree with that. Hell no. One, I wanted to all ask these little that. niggas are street artists. Yeah, all these the yeah. Like, he was that only like, street nigga in that his class. Because really. I feel like, all right, this except is, for like this Nip is another thing we can get into. Like it's lineages, like of niggas. Like, but go ahead, we are gonna get to that a little later. Yeah, we can stick to that. But I was only saying that the bridge to like y'all know what I want to kind of get to in terms of yes, there is new street niggas with the drill scene, especially mm -hmm. like here in New York. But there's I don't know what you're talking about them niggas. Um, I mean, and like people like EST, like a lot of the people yeah, that are pushing yeah. the movement G forward. I, hold on, like, let's just stop right there, real quick, quick drop. ESTG is the greatest gangster yeah, rapper bro. ever. I, I have a hot take that, that ESTG and Lil Baby are coming to save the rap game. So <laughs> I agree. This, yeah, EST and Lil Baby are here to save the rap game. We're gonna get into that on some later pods, but <laughs> that was yeah. I'm and, yeah all right, all right, all right. The ESTG and Baby here to save the rap game, and them and them older Griselda niggas is here to make sure the foundation stays strong. Sure. Shout out to. I'm gonna keep it at being that that Tana talk for. I listened to that joint about three times. It just dropped yesterday. That shit is like. I, I think it's it. very flawless. But all right, you know, that shit flawless. all of this we gonna get to that. Shout out to I my upstate niggas, though. You already know. I also wanted y'all to uh, get into more of like, do you think that street music is going to be like, you know, how gangster rap became a thing in like the mm -hmm. what was it, the eighties? Yeah. Uh, whenever like NWA yeah, like, came yeah, on the scene, it became sure. its own thing. Mm -hmm. Do you think like this drill scene, this like the scene that's becoming more. It's not just like an underground thing in hip hop. It's like a one of the mainstream yeah. avenues. Do you think that's going to be sustainable with what they talking about? It's weird for me because I feel like drill has hit so many different pockets, but it's never really reached the level it should have. And it had multiple chances back from like Chief Keef, right? Certain niggas I have, Chief Keef was having hit records, but niggas like Dirk, who was also semi-hot, is flying under the radar because it, drill is a music that is like a taste thing, right? So some niggas, some people who don't listen to gangster rap could still get into drill, but majority of the people that are going to listen to gangster to drill are going to be people who like gangster rap, right? Hardcore gangster rap. So it's been hard for drill since the Chicago niggas started it to really hit that peak. But with Kanye West taking on Fabio that might give it what it needs to except for the fact that Fabio is starting to seem less like a drill rapper and niggas don't even realize that Fabio hasn't put out an album yet 
So he's known as a drill rapper now, but now he's with Ye and all that. So by the time he dropped, yeah, by the time he dropped that album, he might not even be a drill but, rapper. But shit, niggas heard some early Fabi shit. That shit that was not no drill shit at all. He was out really trying to rap because he like, can't really rap yeah, though. Like, yeah. but I, my whole thing is, I think like that was a good question to hit because I'm like, you get into it and we start talking about the drill shit, and I hate the fact that I almost hate the fact that it's called drill, but I'm like. You know, we always get another genre of music. You feel me? You got sure. the shit that Uzi and them brought. Hell yeah, you know, rock star, the, 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 the rock the, star, the sad boy shit wave, too. emo, juice world type Hell niggas. Yeah, for sure. That all blended together. That's that's a whole lane that's flourishing right now. But then you also got the drill shit, and I feel like the drill shit has been around. But like, I feel like drill is is just a more explicit fucking painting of gangster rap for sure but you know i think saying? and i feel like niggas only... is making it hard for themselves I, I yeah like yeah that. i was about to get into that and i feel like that and i feel like that's why i hate the name drill because it's like we talking about drill bro like you y'all know what the fuck that is I like know, you know what i'm saying that's basically saying we mission kill mission music like sure, you know what I'm saying? Okay. so i feel like okay. all that shit with the and the fact that i feel like we got to get into this episode a little bit is at what point does the music cause the fucking issues in our community? We can start right there. So, okay. Um, Here's my thing, right? And this is going to be weird for me to really go off on because... I'm not going to front. You know what I'm saying? Let's start it that way. Because I'm like... I'm like... So, yeah. talk. So, all right. So, then we can break it down also. Like, we saw a lot of those drill quote-unquote drill rappers from chicago have to go through a lot of you know what i'm saying traumatic experiences like for sure losing friends losing family niggas getting arrested niggas having to sit down do different shit. like you know i feel like that's one of the like the ills of our culture you know the fact that i feel like so many artists that are in our culture and our fucking that we look at as peers are like gotta die and fucking and a lot of that, that those shit. problems come from like drill becoming a thing right you know how you like you i started by saying drill becoming like a genre right drill those like those these young boys trying to make drill a genre is part of the problem because the drill music is it's not called that coincidentally it's called that for a reason right because those are the little niggas that was doing hits that made it right Mm -hmm. so now if it's a genre and they're continuing to do that music they're continuing to stay in that space mentally and be those people and that's why you see dirt a nigga that we've known for 10, 12 years, still getting into street shit. And you done been a rapper for how long? You know what I mean? And I feel like with that shit though, like, I feel like I, we, I don't know. This is the the fine line where I feel like we can't blame the music because I feel like one, music is like a predatory business. That's number one. So it's like, when you looking at it as a young nigga and you in the streets, you like, nigga, I'm in the mix. Now, if you figure out you got some talent and you figure out you can finesse this rap shit and you can get on some shit, of course you're going to try it. And if that shit start working out, it's like, you know how this shit work. Like, all this shit, this shit don't be really as cracked up as it seems. So it's just like, you to fund yourself or to be comfortable, you either going to have to take the deal and still be in the streets to make it work or stay in the streets to fund yourself. For sure, bro. Period. So it's like, I think the problem is niggas are literally living in rats. I feel like niggas don't got to snitch on themselves in and, rats. Oh, okay. 
but niggas is rapping about what they doing and it's so it's so accessible to rap Hell yeah for sure bro i also want to i kind of want to come to the defense of that like i'm i'm not one to never tell nobody how to say their own life bro like these young boys is in treacherous positions and this is the way for them to get themselves out of these positions i'm not going to tell them to do that to stop but right right, I, i don't feel like we should be able to do that but i also feel like there needs to be uh like guardian system of ogs or not even ogs just people in position that can tell them once they get in that position and change their life you don't have to like this stuff is wwe like you don't have to really be UFC. absolutely bro you feel me? absolutely like, you don't have to live absolutely. it and really be a fight you can just make it look good sure. and people are going to eat it up the same and, way and on the point of ogs really like just it. since you just said that i just want to one note on that and i i love Mano to death you feel me so i'm not trying to like Say nothing bad about the nigga Mano, bro. But the nigga Mano went with a bunch of drill rappers from the same gang to the mayor or one of them niggas yeah, to I've talk about to yeah, yeah to orders. talk about drill music and how it's not correlated to the violence. But how how does that make sense? How I does mean, that make sense to walk in there with niggas from the? You gotta understand how Brooklyn works. You feel me? These the downforce. These these niggas. Brooklyn game curious. <laughs> <laughs> we need the Q Brooklyn's how, finest right How here. are you how are you gonna walk up to the mayor, right, and tell him that there's peace when, when you only got one gang with you? Mm. Right? <clears throat> so it, my problem is niggas is trying to save and this brings me to my point, niggas is trying to save music more than they're trying to save those kids' lives. No, that's a fact. And that is my issue, right? Okay, I get I get all of that, right? I get the system. I get fucking the white man. I get. I understand fully, wholeheartedly why we, where we are and why we're here. Mm-hmm. However, all of that aside, what are we going to do to, to to try to change that? And then we have to start somewhere. So, am I saying canceling drill music is the way? Hell no. That's not what I'm saying, bro. But what I'm saying is something needs to get done. And right now, all you see that happen is because back in the day, a lot of rappers wasn't gangsters, and the ones that was, they was changing their life, bro. These little niggas is really doing what they're rapping about. When they Every said day. they went and killed Hitler Tate in his head, and yeah, now he in a yeah. wheelchair for the rest of his life, they did that, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, and we making these little niggas rich, rich yeah. and you know what they doing? Doing more, they, buying more exactly. Guns, they going to buy more guns more, and more drugs. But see, and, but see I think they this gonna is, do that anyway. But no, but look, this, no, not at, ah, this is the thing. Not at, like, at levels. My, these my niggas is buying cases of guns. Is, my thing also is, bro, like. When you were saying the rappers back then, bro, it was a lot harder to drop music. You feel me? Like you had to. It was a. It was sure. a higher barrier entry sure. to get in there. So a street nigga had to be like, go do what he had to do. But it was sure. a little bit different. And now, by the time bro, he got there, because he went through so much, he was already mature and he ready. Was to already head. mature. All exactly. that shit. Like sure. now, it's like I could go buy an iMac. You know what I'm saying, go download what I got to download. Or even go to the studio with this bread that I'm getting and fucking go get get a song out tonight. Hell yeah, Talking sure. about all the shit I did four hours ago. <laughs> like it's easy as shit to do Hell that yeah, now. So now sure. anybody and everybody could be a rapper. But these young boys not just like I make the concession that it's not only them doing it on songs. If you go on Instagram, that's what they do. That's like, what they doing. Too. The whole post is just all oh, yeah. Well, like, we want it real bad. Like, we gonna go on social media and just to like make them mad. Shit, the, I feel like the other shit too Come is on, like y'all just said. <laughs> like it's a different world than when niggas was back then, bro. Like social media is like a lot more prevalent. Like 
you go in places and shit like that. I know you've been in some meetings where you gonna be like the first thing they say is how many followers is this? Hell yeah, for sure. And it's like yo, this shit every weird. time. Like, how old is he? How and how many like, followers? Niggas is beefing on Instagram over follower counts. Like yo, this yeah, shit true. a little weird. But like, you know what it is, bro. After we had this conversation, I really was thinking about it, and I really do agree with you guys, right? Let's try to save canceling drill music for for la- the last resort, right? Let's say we we try to really actively save drill music as an art form, and we try to talk to these young niggas. You feel me? Just like the nigga Wallow did on Million Dollars Worth the Game. Niggas, niggas hear that. Shit. About this. At, oh, bro, I, I, I I agree, bro. As I, that young I, nigga, you trying to hear somebody tell you don't be on your bullshit? Some I, I'm not I promise you, some shit. of them are, bro. I'm telling bro, you, bro, some, because you. I think are. about it. When I was sitting in the trap, bro. When I was 14, 15, 16, I was sitting in the trap with niggas. I was listening to the the older homies when they was talking. But see, I feel like again, you never know who's not listening. And I feel like this shit. Or and I hate listening. to say it, a lot of this shit be personal shit. But that shit also is personal shit <laughs> that. And different thought process, like nigga, y'all in law school, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying it's obvious. No matter what the fuck you was doing before, you had a vision of what you wanted to be. For sure, yeah, I always had a vision. People, that's how I got here. Some people don't right. have no vision and ain't seen nothing or don't know under and or that's don't why I understand say, anything bro, other than that's what the literally fuck why I even came back to New York, bro. I got into mad law schools. I came back to New York, bro, so I could be next to my hood, so niggas could see me, yeah. so they could say, oh yeah, Shaq came through in the range. Oh, what he do? Yeah, he a lawyer. Yeah, you feel shit. me? And, so, and that's what it takes. Like niggas need representation. That's no cap, bro. I never, niggas, I never met a black boy in my life. No, like niggas need to see that it's a different route. And I feel like when niggas don't see that shit, all you gonna do is what the fuck you know. At For the sure, end of bro. the day, For sure, bro. And that's I'm not, all not, you know. Oh, and this is my thing too, right? This is what I want a lot of young niggas to know. What you do doesn't have to be who you are. You feel me? And I understand that. Like when you in the streets, that's a hard concept to grasp because. You can't really be half stepping, but like you said, bro, it's about that vision. You gotta remember who you are, what you wanna do, and who you wanna be, and understand that everything you're doing is just a means to get there. You feel me? So if I'm trapping, bro, you could be reason. trapping, you could be going to school, you could be going to the studio, you could be acting, modeling, whatever the fuck you wanna do, bro. Because you gotta realize that like when you open your eyes and see how big the world is, my nigga. You're going to be mad you shit. died on that block, bro. No caps. There's so much life out there, bro. So much money out die, there, bro. You die for a block that you don't own. Exactly. So Niggas let, don't give a fuck about you. Let's kind of stay like right there, too, because that's something I kind of wanted to tackle at some point, and this is a good little segue point for it. We got, like you said, we got two people in law school, and then we got, I call him CEO Deed. He not going to talk his shit, but... You know what I'm saying? Young, young okay. black executive. Young my corporate dog, America Negro. Mother, you feel me? So... <laughs> With us being in these positions that we find ourselves in, what is something like, what's something that you really can't tell nobody else like that they really won't understand, but it makes a big difference in your world? Because like how you, we was all just saying that if you tell him, if you tell a young nigga something, he only going to listen if he know like it's real shit, but then you also got to give him the real shit that come with it. So like, yeah, you want to go to law school, little nigga? That's cool, but you're going to be the only nigga in there. (laughs) No cap. Like... You might find another nigga like you. You got to get cool with him and hope he's not a weirdo. Unless, unless, <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? I'm always here to plug HBCU unless you go to, you know what I'm saying, Howard Law, um, Xavier Law, one of them joints. Sure. You feel me? You could support always support the black colleges. Don't give me. Support the black colleges. But anyway, though, I feel you, though, because I feel like, and I feel like I'm always in a position where I feel like my life is like ultra black, like. <laughs> no kidding. Like, that's a, like, like ultra black crafted, right. but we got to get into that. You've kind of like you've crafted your life so it can be that way. Like you, it's 
it makes sense for you and how you've done it. And like, of course, everybody would want that ideally, but you have made it. So like your life, like you said, is all black. Like you don't really come in contact with people that you don't really want to come in contact with. But how did you structure it so it's like that? Because that's not easy to do. Like everybody can do. I mean, yeah. I structured it like it was like that because shout out to my pops. You know what I'm saying? He had a he had a vision of having a legacy. And you know, I'm part of that. And I work for my pops and it's a black owned company. So like we don't have to do certain shit. Like I work it's one is two white people that work in my job out of 27. Right. Pops that nigga. So it's just like you know what I'm saying him and his partners had a vision for what they wanted to do and um how they wanted to have something to leave behind for their kids. But just being in the world though, like don't get it twisted. We some of our biggest customers is is white people or other races for real for real. So I mean it's just a matter of fact of just being like our whole thing as a company is like service excellence. So it's mm-hmm. we gonna do this shit better than whoever you dealt with in any other race. So I mean, I guess that's the that would be the thought process of any black person here. Like when it comes down to it, it's not even black or white. Just like nigga, I'm the best at what I do. Okay. Like you know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Okay. What's Absolutely. it like working for your dad? That seems like it would be a lot of pressure. Especially uh, if you know shout out to LT, Big Don, you done though. Um, I mean, it, it it has its ups and downs, but I mean, I, I enjoy it because I feel like this is the closest we ever been for real, for real. Because sure, y'all got something to really bond yeah, over. Yeah, bond about. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like my pop got kids, but like he owned a company. So like the company is his baby as well. So like that's where he going to spend most of his time. So it's, I really do see my pop like every fucking day, except for on the weekends and shit like that. But I guess it got a cool thing because I feel like he one of the best. You know what I'm saying one of the smartest, so it's like I got a, a great mentor for Hell like yeah. entrepreneurship, how to be a man, all that other shit. Like, okay. boy, sure. LT, you know what I'm saying? He is stepper for real, for real. All right, so oh, so I got a question about that, but let's go, let's uh, answer well, Ant's question. I was about to say, let me let me give you the setup first. I'm giving niggas they all leaves and shit. You oh, mean okay. Fort Green oh, Projects, you know. mean Marine Corps, okay, Liberty University, University, like. Uh, baby A, proud father. Sure, sure, my little Self-made, self-made Listen, entrepreneur. I was about to say so, but I'm not gonna disrespect my alma mater. Self-made entrepreneur on various levels. Excuse so you know, what sure. I mean, what's understood don't have to be said. Um, if we're clothes, you're saying, you feel saying me? we had to get the clothing business. Excuse so me. like, t-shirts. How one? First of all, did you ever expect to be where you at now? And two, what? What is the thing that got you to where you at? So I had an interesting conversation with the people in my in the clinic the other day, right? And we were talking about how you gotta like, like D said, right? Like the vision, right? I always had this vision for my life. Even when I was fucking up in the streets doing whatever, you feel me? I graduated high school with a 1.6 GPA, you feel me? I'm not supposed to be in law school right now, bro. But where people would have teachers and shit that would shit on them, Right, I was a nigga that was doing everything wrong, and people for some reason still believed in me, and that shit always stuck with me. You feel me? So like, like you said, nigga, I'm going outside to do what I was gonna do anyway. But that's why I said you gotta talk to niggas because I it was I'm listening still though. And when niggas is telling me I'm smart but I'm failing classes and shit, one day I woke up and it just clicked, and I always had a vision for myself to be like. 
you know, kind of the way I am, but I didn't know what I didn't know what I was capable of. So I didn't know what form that would take. I just knew that I wanted to have a different life than what I was used to. You feel me? So boom, I'm like, I had a lot of people in my family. A lot of men in my family was in the military. It always been a thing. Um, so I got kicked out of ROTC when I was younger, all kinds of shit. So now I'm like, fuck it, yo, I'm about to just go join the Marine Corps. It's just this black nigga. And Marine Corps recruiters, bro, is slick, bro. The slickest niggas you'll ever meet in your yeah, life. Hell yeah. No cap, nigga. Young black nigga, Aki, he had his dress blues on. He in my school. He like stopped me and the homies. We in we skipping class. We in somebody else's lunch. We not even supposed to be here. <laughs> Boom. He stopped us. He talked to us real quick, whatever, whatever. The nigga finessed me into doing some push-ups. Then he finessed me into coming to my crib and meeting my mom. Next thing you know, bro, I was signed up to go to the Marine Corps. But you know really what, what it really was? I had a friend that died on some street shit like a couple months before that. And I'm starting to think in my head like, damn, bro, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like I had some scholarships to some, some, cause I danced. So I had some dance scholarships to some schools in the city. I'm like, Nigga, if I stay in New York, I'm gonna die. Yeah, you feel me? I'm like, I gotta, yeah, I gotta get out of here. So, boom, I joined the Marine Corps. Once I joined the Marine Corps, I'm meeting different. This is a, another topic we gotta get into, bro. I think I, I said this to you before. I'm meeting different kinds of black niggas. You feel me? Like black niggas that, like black men that I didn't know exist, right? The ones that walk like me, talk like me, got the same interests as me, got that same swag as me, but they don't have that trauma of being from the hood. And having 15, 20 friends die before you turn 18 or going to parties and having to keep the duffel on you at 15, you feel me? Like, they don't have that. So the way that they perceive the world is just so different, bro. And I envied that and I tried to, like, mimic it, but I just couldn't get it right because I I trauma. I got my trauma. Yeah, bro. So then I realized how to be me but take on the, their best qualities, you feel me? And that's how I taught myself how to be a man. And that's how I taught myself that I could go to law school no matter what, what I did or where I came from, you feel me, or what I've been through, that I could achieve the same shit that they was achieving. And then I'm here, nigga, you feel me? Real nigga shit. Real nigga shit. Boom. Now we on to the next joint. Ant, you got to tell us about yourself, my brother. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Sirski, big ant. Oh, my God. First of all, son, bro, this nigga is the... People think I'm the demon. That's the funny part. He's really the demon, bro. I'm a nice guy. He's a really <laughs> nice guy. I'm, bro, I'm, I'm a regular person, bro. I'm a regular guy from West Philly. Normal person. I guess what you consider normal, everybody a little weird in their own way. But uh, went the school route, did the traditional shit, but I always felt like I was going to do it in my own way. Like, I don't like people telling me what to do. I don't like y'all know me. I don't like this I, nigga is a contrarian. Yeah, so yeah, if everybody go left, crazy, I'm gonna go right. Okay. Ain't nobody that way. You feel me? So I just kind of tried to take that and put that into everything I do. So I feel like I'm also a very good judge of character, and I'm able to um, see what people is on before they kind of show their cards to me. I'm a poker player too, so all of that. Generate gamble. <laughs> you know. But yeah. Marijuana abuser. <laughs> Aren't we all? And then, um, yeah, bro, just now I'm trying to figure out how to get this solo legal practice off somehow, man. Be an agent of some sort. I was about to say, yeah, so talk about what kind of law y'all trying to do, though. And, um, and, and, all right. And also, what was the process 
of getting to be like you said you went the traditional route but like mm-hmm. when you talk about law school that's some shit that you got to be like all right like that's normally something happened or sure, i see yeah. something and i'm like no like i want to do this this is my calling because that shit ain't sweet like no that cap. shit like that shit is extra to... three years out of your life all that i'll go first because yeah, mine ahead. is the like leap put in a lot more pain than i did bro i literally like don't be like me i didn't study for the lsat i didn't do none of that shit. i just took the test got what i got and applied and i got in the hofstra they gave me the most money that's where i slid to like very simple process but once you get here, I would tell anybody that's thinking about doing it, this shit is not sweet, bro. And it's not necessarily, I would say it's not the most difficult thing you're going to do, but it's the time consuming and it's the time work. management. It's work for real. And the one thing I'll say about law school professors, is they hold you accountable for the information. Like it's not like school where you can, by the time the final come, I just got to know it for the final. Like when you sit down in yeah, class, sure. it's, it could be just you and him for the next hour. Or it's, her. it's a total different experience than undergrad. Like it takes a lot more, like, like um, you have to synthesize. Yeah, bro, and a lot more like care. You feel me? Like a lot more effort. You can't just skate through this. Yeah, show. you can't skate through it. Yeah, you so what have to type of work. so what type of law you try to do? Or what you try to do? So I want to do entertainment law. Um, and something that people tell you like before you decide to go to law school is that like. Oh, as soon as you get to law school, you'll you'll change what you want to do. You'll you'll change it. You'll change it. And me, the nigga I am, I'm ignorant, bro. I'm like, man, hell no. I already know what the fuck I want to do. Y'all niggas ain't gonna tell me, feel me nothing. But that's true, bro. I got here and I'm like, damn. Now I want to do this. So I want to try this. But a lot of it too be like, you get here and you get defeated because law school is so hard, bro. So you start to think like, you feel me? Like you start to think of other plans. Like I'll settle for this kind of job. You feel me? But I'm not gonna front though. Now that we almost done with two L. I'm back on my bullshit. I'm back in my bag yeah. to where like I came you home. Back half of this no shit, cat, bro. Yeah. I feel like you feel me. Like I want to be a legend in New York City hip hop. You feel me as an entertainment lawyer in the music in general. You feel me. Music is my life. Brown Sugar is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like I want to be in the entertainment law, but I also want to do like business. I want to fuck with uh, young black niggas that starting their marijuana business. You feel me. I want to fuck with True. them and. I want to be the black Bruce Wayne. Yeah, like I just want to do what the fuck I want to do and make mad money doing it, bro. For real. And I want to be able to put it together. You know how you put like put the plays together, you feel me? Like I want to be that nigga that could walk in the room and be like, yo, this my bro, Cash Cobain. Oh, this, what's the name? Such and such. I don't even know his name, but I know he a young mm. rap nigga. Yo, bro, you should fuck with him. And I want to push it and then they get a platinum record. You feel me? You like I want to dot connect. Bro, Kizzy, I want to push it together. I want niggas to be able to call my phone because they know Shaw gonna be able to you know I me mean, connect yeah, the dots. Does. You do what it do. What about you? And I got a question for you too. But uh, I'm gonna go into intellectual property now. I'm getting kind of into data law. I feel like the this future. Trying to be a tech billionaire. Yeah, I'm trying to be the only oh, nigga man. with all of these uh, people of other races. Yeah. I, I don't know what race you may be. I love everybody. You feel me? So we're going to try to just get into data. I feel like um, the internet is already big, but with like crypto and where every, all of that stuff is just leaning toward non-regulated currency and commerce in some form. So if I, I get on the sure. like ground floor of that, on top of just like Lisa, entertainment, and then I really want to just do that for our people. I feel like black people have a stronghold on entertainment, but we just don't and own we, anything. And we don't have the fair legal representation either. Because we don't really understand it. So I also have an idea for an app Stay tuned for that. That could be coming. But um, we're just going to try to give more 
you know yeah word okay yeah, no cap. yeah keep that up. you know what i'm saying we just gonna try to give back to the people more so stay okay. tuned if you're trying to learn something if you just want to laugh we bid a lot that's what we do so there's a lot of bids <laughs> a lot of bids a lot of you mean a lot of what's up though what's the question bro all right so your dad mm-hmm. that nigga you know I me mean? clearly and you work for your dad's company so now you're in the corporate world right what i so like the way i look at it right is if i was in the corporate world i'm thinking about my next big move you feel me and even on some like succession shit, like you becoming uh, a businessman bro like a well-known expert businessman you're gonna have opportunities you feel me so do you ever think about like branching out and doing your own thing for a little while maybe you come back and run your dad's company like what are your aspirations in the business world um so i feel like for one so a little background so we're a company um that's been around for 12 years seven years ago they acquired another company um that was three times their size so right now we're functioning at you know two companies that have combined 50 million dollars a year say that one more time Sheesh. 50 million a year um i think my goal right now is i'll drop out right now y'all hire <laughs> <laughs> no for real listen man i'm you know saying we are i'm the next generation of this thing so i'm always looking out and being like yo i'm i'm ready to plug all my friends in different positions because it's like where the company is is so much room for growth mm-hmm. so it's like we just got well not just got done but in july we're probably opening up a brand new headquarters, $25 million project, uh, borrow repositories in that job, which is to save cell culture. So like we'll be doing like research, mm-hmm. cell research and shit yeah. like that, gene research, you know. We're trying to make the company the to, to 100 million within the next three years. And just make sure that, the ant clone like six five. Saying, like to we go gotta, to yeah, I need some no, we're not doing that shit. <laughs> it's not Jurassic Park. You know saying? We about to fight diseases. But like I wanna like where I see my vision is is my pop, you know what I'm saying? We get ready. Once we go go into this new building, I feel like my dad is going to be able to, you know, take a little step back a little bit. But in turn, like, I'm getting back in school and shit. And, you know, I'm just trying to get to a position where I can go ahead and take the companies to the next level. You so know, you want to stay with the home team and, and build, yeah, the, build like, your dad's business? Like, yeah, I feel like uh, everything wasn't sweet. So you feel me? I got a chance to see him sacrifice to build the company Made of bricks, where it's yeah, so sure. it's like i feel like it would be disrespectful at this point to do that but the company is it's mine it's partially mine you know i have mm. partially my that's my father's company so it's like the goal is to take it to the next level you know get some new ideas and there's some fresh blood and who knows we might not be doing what we're doing 10 years from now we might be doing mm-hmm. something completely mm-hmm. different but the goal is you know take the company public and then you know my pop one day wants to become a vc so i would want to come up under that as well so you know that's like the the, the thought process why why was it important for you to go back to school i feel like because i like to be a nigga that's you know i start something i finish it and also it's just like a i'm always about getting knowledge as well and i mm-hmm. feel like i'm finally at the point right now where i'm kind of stable i'm like all right like i'm gonna go ahead and finish this shit up and and you know finish that and i feel like always it's also a thing like you can't when you move around you learn certain people mm-hmm. one of my biggest things right now is like developing a network mm-hmm. that i could go reach out on and that's part of that as well you know go to school get that shit done have a degree you know what i'm saying no matter what 
I never necessarily felt like it was necessary to be successful, but mm-hmm. it does add a, a extra level of respect to your credentials. For sure. They look at you differently you know when you walk they, in with the paperwork. They look at you a little uh, differently, sure. but and I feel like also more than that, it's certain shit that I need to know. So when it's my turn to really be CEO or be who I'm supposed to be, president of the company, whatever, however it may shake out, you know what I'm saying? I have the knowledge, you know what I'm saying? But every day, I think the beautiful thing about it is like, I'm walking into a situation where like I had four years of experience right. on the job doing something. Like it's shit that I know that other motherfuckers that have degrees don't know because right. I got the chance to mentor under my pop and his partners, Ken and Derek and, and uh, Ish. So it's like all shit that I got based off of just being with them. So it's just like once I get the rest of that, it's just going to feel like something that I fulfill. Like, all right, For I got sure. this over with. Then I could decide to go whatever route I want to go into, whether it's law school to be head of legal counsel or go get an MBA, okay. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Go get an MBA Good and MBA. really lock in and shit like that and really get into the finance shit and, and boost the VC firm up whenever we go do that. But I mean, like, the goal is, you know what I'm saying, one day within within the next probably 10 to 15 is to is to take the companies public. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We trying to, we trying to hit that billion-dollar mark. I think my thing, like... With the school shit, this has always been my thing, right? Like, I'm super obsessed with just being the best version of myself that I could be. So it's like, you know, you hear a lot of people say how you don't need to go to school and shit like that, and that's, like, very true. But to me, it's like, if I could do it, yeah, why, why not, not do yeah. that? Because it's gonna, it's only going to make me better. And I, and, and so and I can shit my, on these niggas. That was my thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I might yeah. as well just do it now, get this shit over with. And on top of that, it's like the knowledge. Like I'm like, all right, I'm about to go learn something for real, for real. Get right. back into that. You're not no lazy nigga. You feel me? Like that's another thing about just doing, just doing everything that you can. Like you said, bro. Like the one thing that changed my life when I went to the military is not whatever I got from the military. It's that I traveled and I moved around and I seen different shit. So like just going to school gonna get you out whatever bag you was in you're gonna be meeting people you're gonna be learning new shit yeah, you feel that's, and like i'm already knowing like the whole shit is for me is just i could see how my pop move around rooms and how his partners move around rooms and like my pop on the border like the fucking wells fargo like commission like national commission like all this other shit like it's just that's by like having connections and knowing niggas and i'm like we the next generation and shit so it's like i gotta touch every realm of shit that we can and I think that like ties back into the point we was having of like being on some shit like uh and that that ties back into the point of like that we were talking about just being like like you gotta be somebody who the young niggas could look up to like or somebody who like you can you you set a a a, a fucking blueprint for somebody to follow to make it easier for them. That always been my thing, bro. Like, it's not just about me, you feel me? Yeah. It's about all the young niggas that's coming up behind me that don't have this. You feel me? Like you said, you only know what you know or you and you're going to do what you know. So when they see niggas on the block, you feel me? It's a vicious cycle, bro. I've been, my pops was a hustler, bro. I used to play on a playground and watch my pops in front of that same building. And I watched another generation of niggas after him. Mm-hmm. And then now my generation, and now the it's niggas the my little way. brother age is standing in front of that same building clicking, you feel me? So it's like. And I think that's the other thing, like just tie into like working for my pop. Like, I feel like it was a good joint Cause like, he, he like Lynn LT, you know what I'm saying? He, he was a vicious boy back in the day. 
So I feel like Statue now it's like, you know what I'm saying? And we'll get to that that episode one of these days. We're going to get Patreon him more. Patreon specific. So That's the Patreon, shit. bro. You can't but, get me. You know what I'm saying? He, like, one of his biggest things was making sure he set shit up to, like, where his kids ain't had to do that. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't had to go that route. You got another another route to take. You see something else. And that was, like, a big part of being, like, niggas, niggas is going to do what they do. I'm saying because as a young man, you're going to take the pitfalls and you got to run into a wall a couple times. Pass. But like you realize, like when you know it's something better for you, you're going to stay on it. Hell yeah, that's been my biggest thing. Like since I jumped off the porch, is just fuck it, I could be doing shit, bro. Because you bounce back, you might, you're going to fall, that shit might hurt. If you get back up, though, you're going to be a better nigga every time. Bro, that booster shit got my arm hurting, bro. Oh, man. All right, let's get into the conspiracy theories. Oh, Big Vax talk. Did you get it? I had to. Are I you boosted? Big brother said it. Big brother said it was mandatory. Oh man, yeah, I'm big vaxxed about. up. Don't get me fucked up. Don't come around me with that bullshit. We complying as hell in here. Triple vax, nigga. Big vax lords. Don't come around me with that. And I got the paper drawn too, not even the digital. My shit real. My wallet, I'll flip that shit out. All of my shit on the clear pass. I'll walk somewhere. It's right here. Look at it all. You probably got the bullshit one. A lot of niggas got the bullshit one. This, that, the third. Who you pay for Another one. I'll show you this shit right there on the shit. I got down on my shit. That's it. That's it. Rap. Suck my dick. <laughs> Look at that shit. Boom, right there. Oh. Nah, hold on. Don't turn it off. We definitely got to end it right. Don't worry. Yeah. So I don't know where we ended today. You got a little introduction of who the fuck we are. Kizzy. You know what I'm saying? We about to get a little bit more cooked, and we don't want y'all to see that. <laughs> nah, yeah, but I'm, I'm not going front. Idea. The biggest thing, bro, is that this pod is going to be it, bro. We got all kinds of shit, you feel me, that we're going to be talking about shit that's relevant to, to niggas. We're going to talk about nigga shit in an intelligent way. We're going to talk about intelligent shit in a nigga way, you feel me? You know I love saying? you, mom. Yeah, I love my mom. And no. just like that, <laughs> holla at y'all. Slap. Gang, gang. Doo. Love you. Mother's turn. Sipping out already.